I was hoping Pug would be in here too. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about free speech because somebody, I guess there's a college student asking what they can do to wake people up, red pill people, however they phrase it, I don't remember. I said you can't, not at your college. If you think about this, think about the United States, where, which place has the least free speech? And a lot of people would say, ah, Portland or San Francisco or something like that. No, think about it more. Where, what area of the United States has the least amount of free speech? Well, would you say college campuses or what? Yeah, college campuses. You can't say anything because <laughs> there's a definite consequence, right? You've paid all this money and you say the wrong thing on a college campus, they'll kick you out of the school. They have safe spaces and trigger warnings. It's the most intolerant place in the world is a college campus, probably a college campus in Canada or something. But in the U.S., it's the college campuses. It's supposed to be the opposite. It's supposed to be where you have the freedom of ideas at the university and everybody gets to say whatever and have their ideas challenged and have their ideas heard and discussed. <laughs> no, you don't discuss ideas at college campus. They tell you what to think and you have to tolerate what they say, but they don't have to even hear what you say, much less tolerate it. It's, it's really mm -hmm. it's inverse it's of what it set out to do. To what college is supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be about discussing ideas and debating and trying to figure out the truth, but, you know. Well, they won't even let alternative views come to talk. And if it's a conservative, not even talking about a libertarian or something, just a regular conservative like a, a Ben Shapiro type or Ann Coulter or something, they'll boycott the event and, and in some cases start getting violent start breaking things and setting things on fire like they did at Berkeley because oh my gosh a conservative's coming to campus yeah Nazi and they you know one of the things the Nazis are criticized for is the censorship well that's the left oh that's what's left of the left it's not even the left it's this new it's this new thing these identity cults yeah I actually heard a quote uh I can't remember the exact um, quote, but it was pretty much a sum along the lines of back in the days, conservative teachers were the ones who were protecting the freedom of speech of liberals, essentially, because they were the minorities. And now that the liberals are in power, they're pretty much silencing the voice of the opposition. Dude, who the hell was yelling in the background there? Yeah, I don't know who the hell that was, but what do you think about that, Ryan? I think it was I think I found who it was I tried to mute them well no back in the day there were conservatives that were pro-censorship in the sense of uh, this sort of puritanical sense hyper-religious people didn't want certain things said or shown so it seems to be a product of power 
When the left's in charge, they want to censor the right. When the right's in charge, they want to censor the left. Of the two, the right was more tolerant. And the left is the new Puritans. And I said this before, but it was many streams ago. I used to think, I mean, when you say the word Puritan, the Puritans were these religious zealots that you know, accused their neighbors of being witches and stuff so they could get property and had all these very rigid rules. And they would point to the Bible or some, you know, some type of piety to justify this very authoritative, controlling lifestyle over other people. And I thought, ah, that's a product of religion. You see, religion says this, and they thump their Bible and tell people how they have to live. But I don't think it was. I mean, all that shit's in there. But from looking at a, a larger swath of history, this, as Uncle Ted said it was, it's a psychological type, these control freaks. And they just gravitate to whatever vehicle is available that will give them power over others. Whether yeah. in, back then, back then it was, well, God said, blah, blah. So you have to do this and that. Now it's just the anti-racism cult. Anybody they don't like, just call them a Nazi. Now they're not a person. And so they do things in the name of some do-gooder facade. And the do-gooder facade before was, well, I'm just spreading Christianity and civilizing the savages or whatever. And nowadays it's the, um, well, I'm doing it for the health of the planet. It's it's for climate change. It's not. It, it's for your own. It's because I don't want to kill grandma. No, you just like lockdowns. You like bossing people around. It's for, oh, I'm fighting racism. Just some crap. It's for the children. And it, it, it never mm -hmm. is. Because you can look at it and see, well, if, if you were really sincere about um, fear of this virus or saving the planet or whatever then why would you have ridiculous things such as going to a restaurant with a mask on, but then you sit down and take it off? Or, oh, you have to close at this hour as if the virus only exists during the night, not the day. You know that doesn't work. You know that's not scientific. You don't care. You just enjoy telling businesses, people, you have to wear a mask up to the door and then go to your table and take it off just to make them do it, to see it's an obedience test. If they feel very proud of them. Now, if there really was some super virus, you could just not have restaurants or you have to have your mask on all the time. It defeats mm -hmm. the whole point. If everybody, all these people keep sitting down at the same tables with nothing on or, oh, well, don't worry. It only comes out after 7.59. You have to close it. Okay? <laughs> or if you really cared about the environment, why would you support shutting down nuclear power? Why would yeah. you support electric cars when you know, ultimately, that's just going right back to getting from the power plant because you have to plug it into the wall and electricity is generated by coal and oil and so on. It, it, yeah. Because it's not about that. It's about bossing people around. It's being a control freak. And they don't care about race, racial equality or any of that crap. It's this just a... It's an easy thing to attach yourself to so you can justify exercising authority over others by by pointing to some unassailable quality. 
I'm fighting do, racism. Do you think that liberals are so pro-censorship because their arguments are inherently weak, or do you think it's just the exercise of power? Both. I don't think they know that their arguments are inherently weak. I think mostly it's power. But the side effect is their echo chamber is protected because no one else is allowed to talk. You, exactly. you cannot possibly justify the, the, this trans shit. Oh, I just decided to be a woman there for, <laughs> based on the power of wishing and identity I am. They have this weird teleology where they think if somebody's effeminate, that they, they, then they were supposed to be a girl. And if they identify as one, then they are. They can't accept, if you were tolerant, you'd say, well, you would understand that masculine and feminine are arbitrary cultural things. So if a guy wants to wear pink, wear a dress, whatever, he's still a man. He's just a man that likes dresses in pink. It doesn't make you not a man, just makes you effeminate by our own judgment. Another culture would have different rules for different colors and things and skirts and kilts and whatever. It's not a, it's not a male, female thing. We all, we know that stuff's cultural. But they think, no, 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 he's supposed to be a girl because he identifies with girly stuff. No, the only thing that makes you a woman is having a vagina and ovaries. The, the argument cannot stand without censorship. Yeah. Because if they didn't have such a head start from censorship, it would be 99.9999% of people go, nope, men are men, women are women. That, that's it. And they, I think I heard you say, um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, man. And they've been brainwashed into thinking that's the right thing to do, too. So, um, Oh, yeah, well, you right get brownie points. Yeah, the, if you tolerate something ridiculous, then you get a pat yeah. on the head. Yeah. And if you don't go with it, you're an evil, prejudiced Nazi because you won't <laughs> let men dominate women in women's sports. You go, that's a woman. He said he was. They're so afraid of having the opinion that isn't what's socially acceptable. They're so over-socialized that they cannot even think, allow themselves to think otherwise. This is what TV and corporations and stuff are doing because they're not fighting the man. The government, all these giant corporations, beer companies, clothing companies, so they're all on board with this rainbow flag nonsense so they're just being foot soldiers for the state and that's what they enjoy it's like the little brother little sister syndrome where they they want to go mom or whatever they want to get their older sibling in trouble because they have no way to exercise authority over others other than through a group or being tattletale they're weak yeah. they're insecure they have feelings of inferiority and nothing gets them off more than to have power over someone stronger than them through using authority, right? They can get their older brother in trouble by telling their parents. And they can get people kicked off of this and that social media by complaining to trust and safety about sexism, racism, whatever. It's become a magic word where they, any accomplished, successful person who they envy and despise because they are competent and successful, they can put it, in their imagine in their head well yeah they did the, all these things but i'm better than them because i have i decided they're racist doesn't matter if it's true and that makes me a more moral person than them 
because I'm not those things and I'm going to cancel them. And it just become it becomes a sport because people with no natural power are the ones who covet power the most. Yeah, the people yeah. who need to tell other people what to do, who need to be an authority, who need to boss people around, are the ones who have no skill, no talent, no creativity, creativity, nothing in themselves worth a damn. And you can see it. You can physically see it, how decrepit and fucked up these people are. The skinny, mm -hmm. look at Antifa. You can physically yeah. notice already, all right, you have no physical prowess. You're not intellectual. You don't, you don't have a brain. You don't have a body. You have nothing going for you. No talents, no skill. Professional complainers dressed in black. And they do all these non-normative things. Because that's what depressed people do. Depressed people just let their bodies go. And they start painting their hair and putting on nose rings and stuff. Anything that would used to be uh, a call to make yourself an outcast, they double mm -hmm. down. Oh, woe is me. It's, uh, it's like watching a child have a temper tantrum. Now, children do that because they can't communicate. They don't have the ability to articulate their ideas yet, so they get frustrated and stop on the floor or whatever because they don't know how to say what they're thinking. And it, people will go through that phase where, you know, obviously what you can what you can think and what you can articulate is there's a big gap. Always, your whole life. You can always think more than what you can say. But they're at a point where they can't say anything. They get really frustrated. Well, these people are like those kids just ha having a tantrum, doing <clears throat> stuff to their own bodies, you know, tattooing their whole face and the tongue rings and stuff. Ugh. And it's just a, <laughs> a dying scream for, please pay attention to me. Please notice me. Because they're background people. That's what they call in Japan an NPC, non-playable character. They call them background people. <laughs> background. background people. In in uh, in Korea, in Korea they call them shadows. <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not even a background person. You're like the shadow of a person. Might be the best. But they, if they did not have the purple hair or nose ring or whatever, there is nothing special about them. There's nothing that makes them stand out from others because they they have all the state approved opinions. They just dirt 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 whatever. They in their own mind they think they're in some giant rebellion against the government or something, but they're they're not. They are absolutely like where do Antifa and the government disagree on anything? I, know. I don't get how they can delude themselves into thinking that they actually are fighting. Because they have the uniform. They dress in a way that isn't normal. So they think, well, look, I, I put on a bunch of chains and and some giant black boots and whatever. Yeah. They they put that the punk style on. But that's as deep as it goes, is hair color and tattoos and stuff. There's nothing there. And it's hilarious yeah, right. it that, that that now has, because they've done it for so long, that is now becoming the uniform of the state's bootlicker. The, yep. the triple boosted, you know, <laughs> hooray for vaccines, Ukraine flag, rainbow flag, butt plug, whatever they tell them to do, they're going to do. 
because the state also paints the opposition as a well if you don't obey we're going to call you racist and they are so so afraid of that label because deep down they are racist <laughs> that yeah, you can manipulate them into doing anything with meaning it. man it's like they've they've exhausted racism they've exhausted anti-semitism like they've exhausted all these labels. well i wish it, it hasn't been exhausted though unfortunately maybe to you it's like when you hear that you just roll your eyes whatever yeah but it's it's not exhausted it still works you can totally get someone thrown out of university kicked out of their job whatever by saying yeah anti-semite racist whatever definitely overusing it now like it's become laughable how much it is and they're using it on lots of different types of people like from politicians to you know entertainment people or journalists right. like it's becoming so blanket it's almost like it's like a, well, a badge of it's laughable to us yeah, yeah. but unfortunately <laughs> it's not la it still works uh, think about no, it and i want you, i want you all I, I want you guys to answer this honestly honestly don't don't hurt her for don't be edgelord just tell the truth what do you think would be more detrimental to a politician the the accusations of an extramarital affair or uh, one time they said the n-word no, <laughs> one time said the n-word yeah that would end your career instantly yeah and what's what's worse is it what about the context whether they're singing a song or it was a joke it doesn't matter yeah there is no, no context and i don't mean it i mean like not inward like say if you, and what come on everybody be an adult if you said nigger that's it that's it you're done you're like, like you feel like me saying that made everybody just feel uncomfortable that's yeah. how powerful that is well maybe not in this room but you know <laughs> most people are very uncomfortable here just hearing that in a completely descriptive way i'm not saying it about anyone or anything but i i said the word to prove a point you, go, you know you feel like oh hey this whole stream could get canceled right what was that book that, that you were talking about tom sawyer where they used where he used the word in the beginning oh, Finn, yeah yeah <laughs> and, and he, they, uh, uh senator or any politician could not even say it in that context so well, that's why i got banned on facebook on one of the times was uh back in 2011 or whenever it was when they did that it was a long time ago they dug up some facebook post from eight years ago or something whatever it was and it was i just got 30-day ban after 30-day ban after 30-day ban because we're going back and forth and we're using that word in scare quotes right talking about the book i don't yeah. know how many times we said it but a bunch and so it was just well i'm indefinitely banned now and it was over huckleberry finn and a lot of us people my age anyway we all had to read that book in high school or or middle school one of them and the whole point yeah. of the book was there's this guy it's it's he does the, it's mark twain is such a genius he starts off with hucks having dinner with his family and one of somebody throws salt over their shoulder and they're kind of superstitious and then she does the sign of a cross and and this pious woman that's lecturing him about throwing salt over your shoulder um does the you know father son holy ghost with her hand and then brings a slave into the kitchen jim who she calls nibba jim right and yeah. oh you're so holy and better than me and now you now your piece of property who's a person is brought into the kitchen <laughs> -da, that's not a big deal and everyone's calling them 
I'm just going to say Nibba. I don't need to say the word more than once, but they're calling him Nibba. And including Huck, because they all see him like that. They all see him as a piece of property. As the characters develop on the river adventure and everything else, Huck starts calling him Jim, sees him as a man, sees him as Jim, not not Nibba Jim, just Jim. That's yep. to show the progress of the character of being indoctrinated in a certain way where his family is just, that's just how it was, that's how he was raised, that's what he said, didn't think about it. As he gets to know Jim, he develops. So you can't get rid of the word or it defeats the point. And yes, he was a, an ignorant child and thought all the same ideas his parents thought. And, and then he has character arc. And, the whole, and you follow along with him and you realize a lot of the things he was taught as a kid, superstitions and prejudice and so on, were wrong. That's, that's what Mark Twain is saying. They're just like, no, that's a bad word. Get rid of that word. Stupid. You missed the whole point of the story. The conclusion is, yes, you shouldn't, you shouldn't refer to him as a slave and a piece of property. And Jim is Jim, duh. The same thing with Indian Joe. They have the same thing. Whatever. You know, Mark Twain is great. And they're essentially just canceling his books and sanitizing his books. <clears throat> stupid. That's so stupid. It's That's an American like, legend. Like burning books, literally. Either either you have to take the words out of the books, which changes the whole context and meaning and purpose, or they get rid of the whole book. And sadly, they they've been getting rid of the whole book. Right now, you could argue, "Well, I'd rather read this book or that book." Yeah, fine. But everybody read Huck Finn, Catcher in the Rye. There were certain just staple books you read as as a fourteen year old or whatever. Nineteen eighty four. Well, they read that. That's that's not in high school most of the time. It's Maya Angelou or whatever. That's the other thing they had to do. They had to equity and diversify the curriculum. So you had a certain number of authors and stuff and this background and that, mm. which just doesn't mm. make sense because, hey, like it or not, majority of books and things are going to be written by white guys because that's who was allowed to do it. And well, that got... was the not over 90% of the population for such a long time. It makes sense that that's how it would end up. No, they got to they gotta get one of each, everything. I had to read Why the Cage Bird Sings and Maya Angelou and it just... Uh, I learned absolutely nothing out of that. It just sounded like some boring woman complaining. It, I was so sick. We had to read a Scarlet Letter. We had to read, and the theme of every book is power corrupts and don't be racist. That's, you could just said that in two sentences. First day, next. You know, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of fiction anyway, unless it's some kind of satire critique on real life, like Alice in Wonderland is, or most of Lewis Carroll stuff is. <laughs> Or or Jonathan Swift or something where you're you're not, it's not real but you definitely are alluding to a real thing. I'd rather read actual history or actual science or something that connects to the real life. Yeah, real life is you know, just uh, crazy. It's just I don't want to read. Well, let's read Macbeth and discuss what they think he meant. Who cares? None of this happened. <laughs> Why don't you read the, about the real Macbeth instead of the play? Do you uh, like movies, though? Depends on the movie. 
I've stopped I mean, watching. I, obviously, I, I make my own documentaries, but... Yeah. <laughs> Brian Dawson documentaries are goaded, man. Those are the best documentaries. I think... I think movies and fictional books are fine. I like superhero comics, for example. But I understand. I've never gotten into comics. Sure, most people haven't. I understand that it's entertainment. But I wouldn't want them in school. You know? I like reading, uh, say I enjoy uh, Batman or something. But I'm not going to say that should be in the school system. <laughs> I'm aware of it. Mostly, I, I think cool, I... Though. I read so much more nonfiction, though. I'm looking at my bookshelf here. There's Hellstorm right there. There's one in the course of human events, one of the best Civil War books. We've got one by Judge Napolitano here. we got uh, Sean Atwood, Destiny Betrayed by James A. Jr. None of these are fiction. Republican Party Animal, Separation Business Estate. Uh, the Birth of Buddha is still historical. i got a whole bunch of JFK mm -hmm. books, a whole bunch of Thomas Sowell books. I'm looking for the fictional book. I haven't found one yet. Got a bunch on Civil War, Robert E. Lee, White Peace, Lying About Hitler, Strength of the Wolf, Doug Valentine, Gilad Osman. Still haven't found fiction. Got one by a pro wrestler, Compromise, CIA's Organized Crime. Yeah, I don't have any fiction so far. Still going through my some more, some Grant Smith. Let's see. Um... <laughs> The real Dr. Fauci, Fool's Aaron, some oh, real Perry Dr. books. That's a great book, yeah. Um, shit. But no, you know what I've come to. I was gonna say I thought I would have some comic stuff, but I don't. <laughs> I, I yeah. realize the left uses diversity like trophies, so they pretty much hang diversity up like trophies, but they have no diversity of thought. And in my opinion, it's really mm -hmm. diversity yeah. of thought that counts as opposed to yep. just having a whole bunch of people that look different. Oh, they just want a uniform opinion with a bunch of uh, different ethnic groups because to yeah, them, and, ethnicity and is diversity. <laughs> Most yep. of the people who are being used, all of these minorities, they're essentially just trophies. It's, a, it's like a hunter who's just collecting trophies. You know what I mean? They don't mean nothing to these people, but yet they're just hanging you up like a trophy and just putting you up for display, and you have no thoughts of your own. You're just regurgitating whatever talking points they're feeding to you. So is Man. that really diversity? That's nothing. You no, know it's I mean? not diversity at all. I got some David Irving. I've got all the Unabomber stuff, some uh, Jesse Ventura, Ron Paul books, uh, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> The Dirty War in Syria. <laughs> yeah, no fiction on my... And I've got some Scott Ritter books, some Andre Martiano books, Sybil Edmonds, Confessions of it, some John Perkins. There's no fiction in my library. I thought I would have at least one. But... Wait. Oh, wait, yes. I finally got one. I have... What a, is it? It's a Marvel book. It's an art, art book. <laughs> it's mostly on drawing, though. It's sort of also true. So. Do you ever draw? Oh yeah, I used to all the time. That's cool. Uh, let's see. I can't draw worth shit. Well, I don't have any with me, but I do. I do like, or used to like, the the superhero um, genre because I think it's not about Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. It's about having a moral compass and teaching 
um, cultural values through a more entertaining medium. And that has its place. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I just think in school, it's not as if there isn't enough nonfiction for you to choose from. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. And, you know? <laughs> and nowadays, the, the nonfiction is all, like, kind of gay. <laughs> it's, uh, you certainly yeah. could get some better stuff, yeah. So there's some really great nonfiction, but it's, in my, this is all subjective, but in my opinion, it's the ones that, like Gulliver's Travels is a fictional story, but when you're showing the kingdoms arguing about whether you open the egg on this end or that end, he's doing a critique on Protestants and Catholics in their giant war with each other where the theological differences are so minute and stupid, but they're willing to die. And it's no different than the little kingdoms saying how to open the egg. Right? They have the same God, the same creation story, heaven, hell, all that. that it doesn't matter. What really matters is the centralization of wealth, whether they send it to Rome or kept it in England. They never admit that. They always act like, well, this one says you can get divorced, and this one says you can't. No, it's not why. They got you fighting each other because of basic tribalism, I'm of this, I'm of that, and because one kept the money and the other sent it to Rome. <clears throat> They're really it, was a, it was about economics. It's always about economics. It's not about theological differences. I guarantee you, even Christians in this chat could not tell you the differences between different Protestant sects. They don't know. What's, what is the theological argument between Baptists and Methodists and Presbyterians and, I don't know, pick something in it, Episcopalians? But they, they don't know. It's just, well, I'm a this because that's the church that was near my house. They don't, it's not about what they believe. It's just tribalism. Yeah, literally. And there is a difference, and I know the differences, but that's, I don't think that's why any of them were at odds or why they chose this sect over another. It's more or less just like a sports team. Yeah. They got weaponized so, into that. Yeah. But Gulliver's know, Travels is a, is a book, is an example, you know, the little people tie him down with ropes and but it is showing a bit about human psychology. It's, it's criticizing a, a large political event at the time. And so through the story, it's a critique on modern values and political events. Those type, I like those kind of fictional works. But just pure, I don't know, Harry Potter entertainment or something. I don't, it's not mine, not for me. <laughs> It's even that would have, have a little bit of, about social commentary, even in Harry Potter, I think. I mean, these the days, we have weirder than fiction anyway. You don't need to read fiction. I know. <laughs> I read about Epstein, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is very real. Well, I mean, and what they get away with is <laughs> Oh, God, that's up. Sorry, my dog's barking. Um, it's so amazing <laughs> which they get away with, right? The ludicrousy of it all is... Can't, you couldn't make it up. You couldn't write it because people wouldn't believe it. The dog's <laughs> mad because I was comparing dogs to Miami club whores earlier. 100%. <laughs> we missed that bit. We only just loved it. I was making a joke. Uh, Pug's very extroverted. I am not. I'm, I'm re pretty much neither. I'm not introverted. I'm not extroverted. It's whatever. But I don't understand extroverts. So why do you need to be mm -hmm. around all these dumb beasts? 
And I've noticed most extroverts love dogs. They get Aww. down and ki kiss the dog and, and they just really, oh, you're, you're a good boy and talk to it as if it can <laughs> understand you. Um, and I realized that's what it is. Extroverts have the ability to have empathy and joy around a mindless, drooling retard that licks its own butthole. Yep. The excuse for the dog is <laughs> it's a dog. But the, the excuse you. for people, because all oh, I have all these friends, I'm like, how? Because most people oh. are, are retarded and <laughs> piss me off. So, but but I'm thinking, yeah, you can't. You can absolutely get along with all those people, regardless of how stupid they are. For the same reason, you can sit there and roll around with a filthy animal that licks you on the face. It doesn't bother you that you have some beastly creature that eats its own shit and chases cars and has the IQ of a donut because that just doesn't bother you. Same reason you have pets. So dogs are useful. They hunt, they help human beings. And so maybe extroverts, the same quality that lets you tolerate this noise-making shit machine with disgusting fur <laughs> all over it and stuff is um, the same reason you can put up with a club whore in, in Miami. Because <laughs> if you look at a hoe and you look at a dog, besides the hoe being potty trained most of the time and a dog being in shape, there's no difference. <laughs> Oh, I think you're insulting the dog there, man. Dogs are way more I might be. Than yeah. hoes. Oh, that's true. Dogs have loyalty. Hoes don't even have that. <laughs> but dogs don't have loyalty. They're like, every time I come to my house, he's wagging his tail and greets me and loves me. I say, yeah, watch what happens if uh, the male person, a stranger, whatever, they're going to come, they're going to run up to the door and be just as thrilled. It's not you. It's whoever. A uh, thing. I think it's the door. They don't think it through. People bestow human qualities on their pets. They go, I know he knows I'm sad. No, it doesn't. You're just warm, and they went over to you. <laughs> it's real simple. Never had a dog. Cats are worse. I learned yesterday Muslims cannot have dogs as pets, and some of them can't even touch dogs. What the real fuck? Life. I don't real know. Religious mumbo-jumbo. They're, they're unclean animals or something. You're not uh, supposed to have your house... Uh, but you can have them as like hunting animals, but you're not. Supposed oh, you can to have them as hunting. Okay. Considered unclean, so like when you're praying. Well, that's what I them, said. You can't have them as pets. Yeah, it, you, I, I don't care why. I mean, I I, I I don't need to know why. I just went over why. It's an animal. Why do you need an yeah. animal in your house? Any animal. Yeah. It, it definitely. <laughs> their tongues are considered unclean. Like when did that? Well, that's that every thing. animal. Yeah, so that's why they're not allowed to have it's dogs just, in there. Uh, you can, they can have cats. I honestly really like cats. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, it doesn't make sense because, okay, Islam says this dog's unclean, its tongue is this. Well, but you're allowed to have cats. And cats lick their own ass and don't give a fuck yep. about you and they don't care about that. <laughs> okay. I don't get that either. I, I don't know. I, I'm not lonely enough to fall in love with an animal. I think when people love their pets like kids, it's this is a, a hot, this is gonna piss people off, but it's displaced love. Like people have an innate need to love something, and they don't just want to mm -hmm. waste it on some person that doesn't deserve it, but they need to exercise it, and so they dump it all on their dog or their cat or whatever, some pet, 
dude. And it's weird. It's a, it's things. not like bestiality kind of love, but it's a weird need. You're like, oh, I love my doggy. And I'm like, that thing <laughs> is dumb. It doesn't see you like you see it. <laughs> you know how many it's just this drooling. <laughs> it's this stupid fucking creature that you let in your house. And then, oh, I got to go walk it. Why? Oh, well, if I don't, it'll shit on the floor. I go, yeah, well, you know, it is an animal. Right. <laughs> you start randomly roasting dogs. <laughs> no, I'm roasting dogs. Look, dogs a dog never is a dog. Back from the... I, I think a dog is a noble creature and it's fine in its environment. I just don't understand why it's in your house. I'm roasting the dog owner, not the dog. There's nothing wrong with dogs and wolves and tigers. They're fine where they belong. You don't need a tiger in your fucking house. And if you do, if you have to, oh, I had this Rottweiler and it bit my kid's face off. I go, well, what the hell do you have this thing with fangs this long walking around your living room? Well, they, oh, well, they, I trained it not to. I'm like, it's an animal. Yeah, but they are, they are good for guarding the house. They have a benefit for guarding your house. Oh, yeah. Katie has it, a point, too. From the yard. <laughs> put it outside it, a dog won't do shit if all someone has to do is bring a steak with them throw it on the ground yeah. the dog will go and eat the steak and you can walk right by I, I, that's true <laughs> it is true i mean anybody that's planning to rob a house is gonna think well, what if they have a dog well, just but, bring a but it might put, hamburger. It might, i think it puts people off and it also alerts you like i'm i've got like hair no that's a rational thing it far far more just makes noise for no reason and pisses off all the neighbors <laughs> far more often when you hear a dog barking it's not like oh the dog's barking there must be someone breaking into that house no you hear a dog barking you're like oh that fucking person's got a dog because dogs bark all the <laughs> yeah. time for no reason at all so when you hear them going, roo, 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 you're like well this is a dog being a dog no, it's not like a movie with last. He's like, rip, rip. oh, where is he? In the well? That is bullshit. Anytime <laughs> I hear a dog barking at someone's house, I don't think someone's breaking in. I just think, oh, this idiot has a dog. <laughs> so, Ryan, you didn't agree with the plot of John Wick? <laughs> didn't watch it. What happened? His dog get uh, killed? Yep. <laughs> and that's why he goes after the people. You know what, though? People, for some reason, if you hurt an animal on film, that's worse than killing a person. So yeah, true. yeah. And those guys like in Afghanistan, they took some innocent puppy and just and threw it off a cliff. Everybody came down on them. There's a there's a film called Don't Hate Cats or something. Some guy that don't fuck cats. with cats. Don't fuck yep. with cats. Yeah, Izzy recommended it, so I watched some of it. And I just said, yeah, all these people, all these super sleuths are getting bent out of shape. Some guy's torturing cats and I'm against torturing animals. I mean, I, I think it's already torture to have them as pets. I think that is a, a completely different psychological environment for that animal than what it's supposed to be in. And you're fucking with it. And you, But it's for your own amusement. So you're like, ah, I want that bird in a cage because it'll say things. And I want to have this. And I had pets growing up. We had a freaking zoo. It wasn't my choice. My sister had all these animals and stuff. Because <laughs> I'm like, they're there anyway. I'm going to train them because I have to live with them. I would rather than just, <laughs> just let them go. But that was not an option. So I trained the parrot to say wrestling phrases and stuff. And I, oh. I made sure, damn sure the dog would go all the way to the door and whine if it had to pee. So you would know. Uh, but <laughs> I, like, why is this even here? 
<laughs> just right outside. It's a, it's a weird thing. And it's odd. You don't do it for other animals. They wouldn't say, hey, let's have a pet seal and keep it in the bathtub or something. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of I understand, I understand ranching animals. They make eggs, milk, cheese, and stuff. I understand horses because they, they can be used for work and things. Okay. I, I, I understand that like a, a dog in the police department or something it smells. Yeah, I get that. Well. I don't way. get locking up a bunch of animals in your house so you can play with them. Yeah, it just came later on when we all started living in houses, didn't it? Like before, they used to be working animals probably at the beginning. Like they used to have well, dogs can... maintain the cattle. I don't like them. I don't like zoos either. And this is another take that's kind of pissed oh, off a lot of people. No, zoos are hideous. Not only do they, I don't think, even if you had them up to care or whatever, I, I think that by having zoos, it makes a lot of people apathetic uh, about destroying the wildlife and killing off all these animals because they think, well, at least we have them in the zoo. We have yeah, some tigers in the zoo, some lions in the zoo. The, so you, fuck Africa, fuck fuck uh, East Asia. <laughs> we just put some in the zoo; they, they'll still be around in their in their head. They think, well, we got a couple polar bears in the zoo, a couple pandas, and then they feel less inclined. Or less motivated to preserve the environment where those animals really live, and yeah, I understand. Well, I want I want to see one. Okay, well, see it on film. I mean, too bad. Yo, you, you, <laughs> you want to see a panda bear? I understand. Yeah, that's cool. But is it is it right to take a panda out of China and lock it up somewhere in a zoo just so you can gawk at it for a few minutes? I think about it's it does have some degree of uh self-awareness and autonomy and emotion right you can't just you can't just fuck with things for, because they're fun to look at or i just i don't i don't agree with it at all <laughs> I, I don't agree with a lot, lot of zoos sell themselves on the conservation thing now which is bullshit probably but... i think a zoo for i think an aquarium or something is okay because i don't think those fish have a clue where they are and I think if you had a zoo with, I don't know, snakes or turtles or something, it doesn't really matter. But, but there, and, and don't ask me where the line is. I don't have, like, this is the where the... But you fucking know, like, okay, not big cats, not pandas, not bears. They definitely are different than fish. Not whales. Yep. <laughs> Hard to pull off a whale. No, <laughs> Although, I've killed, don't there is there is a whale in the Osaka Aquarium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like... There's orcas in uh, Sea World. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's... I feel bad for those guys. See, I I'm split on that because I feel like with that kind of apex predator, which does off some humans from time to time. There is a balance of how much how much public interest there is in orcas when they get to see them and and play with them in a circus like environment, um, is what causes people to give a shit about them, so that they won't destroy the oceans. But it doesn't work because people still it's not people. But companies are just dumping shit in the ocean anyway. Mm -hmm. and, uh, about the I, I feel like you can learn 
you can learn a lot about orcas and dolphins and stuff by having them in captivity. Learn a lot of scientific uh, information about them. I'm actually and, watching. Um, so, but, but they can't pay for all that unless they do the circus stuff. It's the it's the whales doing backflips and splashing people with water that sells all the tickets. But if they yeah. didn't have the animal working essentially like a job, then they couldn't figure out how to say prevent some kind of disease that has run through like that happened with leopards. There was some blight that was dropping them all. And so sometimes you got to capture one and figure it out. And, but you can't, it, you can't seem to finance these things without the bread and circus stuff. It's the same thing with, uh, what I'm doing in a way, uh, the hardcore research documentary stuff very interesting to a lot of people. So is archaeology work my brother does and so on. But you pay the bills a lot more by having a, a t shirt with a base meme. Yeah. 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 That's just how it is. Think think concept. about this. I, I could make a shirt with an ANC logo or a cactus or fuck Lincoln, <clears throat> whatever, sell it for seventeen <clears throat> bucks or something. Or I could work for five years doing research and make a film and sell each film for the same amount. It, it took me all the day to make the shirt. It took me years to make the movie. I can sell a shirt just as fast as I can a film. Mm. So you think about the economics of it. So work smart, not hard. And sometimes you have to have the the circus stuff subsidize the the serious stuff. And people mm -hmm. say, "Oh, well, that they want to have this pure." pure attitude of oh i'm just such an intellect and i just want da, 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 da. hey that's not the real world you got to have a bit of entertainment stuff don't shit on me when you see me ringing bells and whatever because i don't want to have to do that but look it works and i would not be able to do the other stuff i want to do if i didn't do a little bit of silly <laughs> because yeah. that's what people want. The bells are the best part. The bells are the best part. You know? That was a bad example because the the bell has a is a, actually a very it has a meaning. Yeah. It's ingenious. You saw a frame fit. Every oh, time you hear it, it reminds you of why can't you just say the word? It reminds you, you of the draconian censorship. Maybe you should. Yeah, yeah it's freaking a, man. The censorship is like the fact that you even have to use a bell, bell? is ridiculous. Good, Katie. ANC Bell, I reckon that would sell really well. I know it would, but oh, there's great. not a custom-made death bell place in Korea. <laughs> the other thing is, if people are buying items, it would be two separate stores because it, you couldn't add the bell with your hat and shirt and stuff because it would it would be separate shipping because the bell would have to be uh, from wherever I get it made, right? I have a new thing for tomorrow. Listen to this. It's a clown horn. <laughs> For clown world right. stuff, so I'm gonna have a bell and a horn. It's very squeaky. <laughs> oh, that's <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a seagull. <laughs> a little bit. It does. Oh my god. It's just yeah. the next time I have some donkey, I'm just gonna go the whole time they're talking. I'm like, just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> sounds like a Karen. It's a Karen bell. It's a it's a Karen whistle. We'll have something. Yeah, the ding is definitely for for them boys, but the horn is going to be for other things. 
Oh, that was my clown horn. It's like an orchestra implied. <laughs> my wife said, what is that noise? Like, oh, it's my clown horn. She just rolls her eyes <laughs> like, okay, he's doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Like, aren't you, aren't you just talking to Larry Johnson and Scott Ritter about Ukraine and geopolitics and going through four-year records and Valentine's and like, yeah, and then I hear this, <laughs> or <laughs> suddenly I'm on some show and they go like, bing, 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 so I the sound effects, but I'm not knocking it because it works. Everybody with the bells and whistles is, is uh, less censored and more successful in terms of reach. So I, I got to adapt, man. I got to get bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking about orchids. Man, did you see, did, you, did y'all see the third Fresh and Fit on 9-11 where I got to, um, I was doing the ding every time it was them boys, but even inside I had a, a, anytime there was a Star of David or the word Israel, I put a bell on top of the word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was genius. They were dying. Did you, did you see Roseanne Barr's interview recently? When she was I haven't. There? What'd she do? Oh, she was talking about Jews actually saying it out loud. Kind of. It was. It was just quite confronting. Like well, she's Jewish, right? Yeah, she's Jewish. She, she called out about. the boy. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. I think I she, said it, she, said it, she said it didn't happen, but it needed to happen. <laughs> wow. well, she's comedian. She's, she's funny. And she, she is, and she's been canceled and yeah, abused like, herself. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on she's a comedy podcast. It was on Theo comedy podcast, so. Oh, Theo Vaughn. Yeah, you can't really point to any Roseanne Barr, Theo Vaughn podcast and say they're being serious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Or, or was it Bobby Lee and Theo Vaughn? Theo Vaughn said, hey, has anyone ever thought you're a Mexican? And he just stares at him. That's what a stupid <laughs> question. Of course. I'm not yeah, <laughs> Do you feel slightly disappointed that more comedians didn't stand up through COVID and stuff? And through all of this, hey, Bobby Lee talked about his trip to Israel and how they forced him to say nice things. Oh, really? I don't, uh, I don't... He said, What yeah. did you say? He just says, uh, Israel's a beautiful country. Uh, he couldn't say anything about Palestine, so he just but they paid for his trip and they they put you on the tour. But you have to tweet That's every day crazy. something positive about Israel. That's the condition, <laughs> even comedians. That's just fucking crazy. Every, every facet. Comedians yeah. are a very powerful medium of political persuasion. Because they make people think critically because they're entertained by it, right? Like well, I find you people listen to them because yeah. it's entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Maybe and that's Joe Rogan. But, I mean yeah, most people talking. are not gonna sit down and listen to a thirty minute interview with Thomas Sowell on Liberty Penn. Exactly. But they Unless... will watch Bobby Lee on Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need sort of comedic comedic intervals every now and then. I, like, I think there's nothing wrong with it. We have to just recognize like, that that's how it is. And like, people, yeah, like, the right needs to get more comics. The left dominated yeah. comedy. I yeah, I agree. And now but you so, have Ryan Long. But because who, the left... We, we used to have Norm MacDonald. 
Well, because yeah, they own the media, they can't get get like an audience, even if they're good, right? That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're a a comic and you're right wing, you're not going to be on Comedy Central. Yeah, you're not going to get on. I dare say a lot of the shows tell people they're not allowed to talk about certain things. Can I just tell you, I'm sat in my camper van and I'm looking at the ocean right now and there's whales out front. So, just no way. Happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a whale story. I'm in Australia. I, I and one of my friend's uncles saw a whale giving birth. Wow. In, no way. Right off. Really? Those, Underwater. Yep, it was in Buxton, oh. North Carolina, Cape, Cape Hatteras Island. And I saw you know, his tail like flapping and spat. I said, yeah. what's wrong with that whale? And then I remembered <laughs> on TV seeing that that's what they do when they give birth. And I realized, oh, oh it's happening. With, and the porpoise were doing circles around it. I guess. Oh. Like protecting dolphin? Sharks as well. Oh, yeah. really? Sharks often come when the whales are giving birth because they get yep. they like eat the babies, and the, the blood. It's really scary. But it's like whale season now, and maybe they just think it's neat to watch. Dolphins are pretty advanced, so they, so they circle around to show all the others. Um, check this out: whales giving birth. Cool. Or maybe they're maybe they want to eat it. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I've heard a dolphin brain is uh, on par with like a like a female person. <laughs> you hear that, Katie? I wish I could do a dolphin <laughs> right there. <laughs> Segway. We, we talk about uh, how they learn some of our language and stuff. So I said, "Well, how much? How much dolphin do you speak?" <laughs> <laughs> you you heard about that crazy experiment they did at was it UCLA or something? Where uh, more specific, than they that. gave like a dolphin some acid and. They were jerking them off and doing oh, all this crazy stuff. <laughs> what? They were wow. trying to like teach it English and it just wasn't working because there was a dolphin. And... <laughs> yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah. Other animals yeah. do not even hear and see things in the same intervals as we do. Yeah. Yeah. A dog bark yeah. that seems real, just real fast to them, it's, it's real slow. <laughs> Because they're getting yeah, information it. faster. Yeah, I watched an interesting video about that, how like dogs and cats, they uh, have a different uh, FPS rate. Like yeah, frames per really second. So, yep. so like, yeah, dogs, they see things slower. That's why you can sneak Mine up on a fly. Slower. If you try to grab it real fast, it'll move. But if you really slowly move your hand and just grab it, it can't detect how slow you're moving. It's sort of like you watching the hour hands on a clock, they move too slow for you to perceive. You have to look away and come back again. Is that because where the for a fly, life is just everything's in slow motion. They can see yeah. each other's wings move. Does it work with wow. mosquitoes? They always seem to get away. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you think? Weird. Mosquito invention um, thing. Have you like been che checking that out or not? What did you say, mosquito factory? Mosquito factory? Yeah, Bill I, Gates. I still haven't seen the sound of freedom, the Mel Gibson one. Oh, no, oh I yeah, I need to see that. Heard all good things, but mm -hmm. I um, yeah. Is it plaguing? I'm already anti-pedophile, and 
pretty much agree with everything he's about to say, and I don't know if I want to look at it. I read something this yeah. morning that got more um, views than some Disney movie that came out at the same time. Like, more people uh, have seen it. Yeah, it's okay. in the millions. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So the movie Flash tanked because the guy that plays the Flash is just such a miserable human being. Uh, Why did they cast oh, him? Ezra Miller? Yeah, he won't even say he's a he. That that kind of person shouldn't be the Flash. He can't run at all. And I know it's special <laughs> effects, but in every slowdown pose where you should at least look like a sprinter or something, he's just flailing about in the most... Uh, as an actor, I understand, okay, you're not Carl Lewis or Usain Bolt, but dude, just learn <laughs> how to pretend to put your arms and legs in the right position as if you're running real fast. It's, it's awful. crazy how much he's gotten away with. You could not make a worse running pose than that guy trying to run. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't, yeah, he gets away with all this shit and can't even run. What the hell? A lot of people that like to flash also like to run. It's messed up. It's such a, it's such a cool character. Marvel did it better with Quicksilver with all the cut slow motion scenes and stuff. What super speed would be like? Way better. Oh well. Are you more of a Marvel or a DC guy? That just depends on the writer. I think yeah. as far as animated series go, it's DC. I think it's yeah. live action movies, it's Marvel. But you get I some like good that, ones. Uh... Batman Begins, that? that good... What's that anti-hero one from DC? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The red, red suit guy. Um, was it? Red suit. Uh, There's a bunch of those. <laughs> got, yeah, the, that. Uh, the Rorschach. Uh, Rorschach guy was in it. Oh, um, yeah. Um, that's DC. Yeah. With uh, Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. That was good. That's one of my yeah. favorite movies, actually. Yeah, uh, He Man is DC. That was a great kids cartoon. Like I said, the animated stuff, the Justice League and animated whatever by DC, Warner Brothers did really Young Justice, all that good stuff, better than Marvel. Um, but as far as comic books go, it's it depends who's writing it. But like if it's Grant Morrison, he did great on Superman. He did great with X Men. It just depends on. The writer more than the uh, the characters. Yeah, yeah. Because nowadays, I mean, every Marvel movie is kind of shit. You know, one of the first <laughs> successful Marvel movies is Blade. Wesley yeah. Snipes, Triple H. <laughs> oh wow! They fucked up Daredevil, the first one, but they did a pretty good Netflix thing, but not a good movie. Um, yeah, Daredevil is really big on Netflix. Yeah, it was. It Netflix Gotham was also good, and Punisher. They I, they picked an actor that was a little bit too small to be the Punisher and have it be believable. But I think <laughs> his acting was fine. How you know that had the PTSD and themes they dealt with about the people in Afghanistan, mercenary work, and pretty deep real life things. And Punisher, and they also they also played out this dual 
philosophies between Daredevil and Punisher of whether why Daredevil won't kill the enemy and Punisher will kill all of them unless they're a cop or something. Hmm. And uh, whether it leads to escalation, you can't be judge and jury. Of course, the Daredevil's also doubles as a lawyer and thinks you can resolve things through the court and the process and the law. He's really bent on not crossing that line. The Punisher, whose family was murdered in front of him by the mob, that line's gone. He's just find the bad guy and kill him. So they have this. Um, they play out. What what are the results is if you acted like this versus acting like this as a way of getting rid of crime. And that's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic of what, of what the Punisher thinks you ought to do and how Daredevil thinks you ought to do it. And they had the crossover in their Netflix series and they have this argument in a graveyard, I think, of, of Daredevil versus Punisher. Ideologically, not just fighting each other. Just fighting each other, Daredevil would whoop his ass. Uh, if the Punisher doesn't have a gun, he's done. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> anyway, it was that was neat. Uh, and a lot of them, they have uh, that kind of they have themes. Same for Superman, Batman, and Spider Man. They don't kill. The real reason they don't kill is because it wasn't allowed in legally in comic books. You couldn't have guns. You couldn't kill. So they had to figure out ways of oh, I'll web them up on the wall or whatever. But because of that rule, it made an interesting rationalization of like, why don't you just kill the Joker or whatever? <clears throat> As, yeah. yeah. It's interesting to me. That's why I think sometimes fiction, if it's done well and reflects society, is very, yeah, good very entertaining, on. very interesting. Mm -hmm. But you think about yeah. how many comics and anime and whatever are clones of a superhero or Batman or whatever type character, and they don't work. They don't make the billions of dollars. It doesn't resonate. And I'm telling you, because the reason people like these stories is not the action. There's not much action you can have in a comic, biff, boom, pow. It's the story. It's the reason you have those actions and what's going on and sometimes the detective work and the puzzles and stuff. It's not that, oh, Superman's a badass and he can fly and block bullets and all that's You can make a character like that real easy. You can make a copy of that. And there are so many Superman clones right yeah but it doesn't work because <clears throat> what makes him more interesting is his moral compass and the clark kent side of it and yeah and it also very interesting rogues gallery lex luther is a very interesting villain so is the joker for yeah. batman mm -hmm. and he wonder woman never had an interesting job. villain just fighting with aries or whatever bronze versus bronze that's why that wonder woman's a clone of superman it's a woman, super strong. Her story, she's never going to sell as many books because she doesn't have uh, an interesting enemy. And she is like a knockoff. Her story is not compelling. Amazon, whatever, beautiful, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Mm -mm. It has more to do with the. Superman is a story that. about these traditional, like, farm boy Kansas values versus the urban city liberalization. You know, everything's going at the Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're so naive. You're such a Boy Scout. And it's when people want to hold on to these kind of old school values or traditional values, conservative. Superman like, has these. He grew up on a farm in Kansas, and he's raised by his, his very traditional parents. And 
then he's thrown into a metropolis where nobody thinks like that. People steal, people lie, people don't behave the way he's used to. And, and, he, and he's naive in a sense, even though he's super intelligent, because he's so good himself, he cannot fathom why people behave the way they do. He doesn't yeah. have the, the ability to even imagine being that crooked because he's so pure. And what's interesting for the reader is seeing that because they want there to be justice. They want there to be um, this Boy Scout-like behavior. They long for the day when you could trust people and you could. it was like how, how it was for Clark in Kansas. They want to return, but they see this encroaching, it's just businessman, corporate attitude, metropolis, daily planet, hustle and bustle, fast New York City kind of slick lifestyle. And so there's tension there between the old ways and the way things are going. And that's why the reader's Lex interested, because that's going on in their real life. Does Lex Luthor kind of represent the, the encroaching, you know? Yeah, Luthor uh, is this genius level like you, um, total amoral corporate greedy sob <laughs> yeah Who, but he has he's got his own <laughs> he's got his own view of he thinks superman looks down on us he's a scary alien that needs to be gotten rid of and also can fool foil all of his ambitions and plans and greed and white collar crime and schemes that he has because there's this thing he can't bribe like he can the judges and the police and stuff. Superman is unbribable. He, he can't blackmail him. He can't. He, he's got. To, he finds ways to mess with him, but he he hates that there is an a thing out there that's uncorruptible. Because Luther represents it, just this sort of Machiavellian character. No, Trump is not like yeah. Superman. <laughs> he's he's more like Luther. <laughs> well, he's not like Luther. You know, like one of the sidekicks that Luther uses. Trump's more like Solomon Grundy or Bizarro. <laughs> well, in a way, Trump did say no. Like, he, listen, it, it it came out in these leaked tapes. Essentially, Donald Trump is the reason we did not have a war with Iran. Because yeah. Milley and yeah, Pompeo and Bolton about. wanted war with Iran. And Trump said, nah, why? What comes after? If we exactly. do that, then like, what? These people, these people want any time Trump just trusted his gut, went on his instincts. Right. Yeah, and I think it's because it's not that hard. It's not a hard being moral is easy. It's it's not difficult to figure out what the right thing to do is. Doing it might be hard, but knowing it isn't hard. You know, you shouldn't do that. You know, you ought to do that. And he—that's all it takes. A common, decent person is a better president. Than a highly intelligent but highly corrupted one. Yep. But anyway, that's my theory about Superman: is his moral compass and the tension between retaining conservative values versus the city life is why those books resonate and have lasted for seventy-five years. Um, Batman has a similar theme of it's so frustrating when in Gotham, at least, when the court system doesn't work, the cops are bribed. Crooks can go out anywhere, which is sort of real life in places like Chicago and San Francisco, where you can just oh, yeah. go steal if you're the right color. You can just go steal nine hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff and walk out the store without a penalty. So yeah. when you when we're reaching Gotham levels, 
when it gets to that point where the cops can't do anything, the, the judges don't do anything, the system favors the criminals, isn't just vigilante justice not only justifiable, but necessary? Yeah. And that's the frustration. Yeah. Is I wish there was a Batman where you know so-and-so is a mobster and they're untouchable that someone in body armor would just go in and beat everyone's ass. <laughs> you know, that's, that would be very satisfying. Just yeah. someone just took George Soros and threw him up against the wall and gave him what he deserves. If there was really a Batman, Jeffrey Epstein would be hanging, or, or Les Wexner, someone would hold him by his ankles off a rooftop like Batman would do. That's satisfying as hell. Because we see yep. the criminals everywhere, and we're like, why? You know who they are. You know where Richard Pearl is. You know where John Bolton is. Why hasn't someone just clotheslined that guy and beaten him with a frozen tuna? Give him the cactus. <laughs> Because yeah. the law the law protects the criminals. It does. It does. And, and then, so people want there to be a Batman because he's like, I don't give a fuck what the law says. These people suck and I'm going after them. Yeah. That's what's appealing about them. And they, they do try. But he, but he does it. That. He's got his own code. He's not just, oh, whatever. He doesn't kill. He's got his own thing. He has a moral compass, just like Superman. It, it's, that is part of If you're going to write a comic book, this is the formula. <laughs> and I, I think I talked about this before. Like Spider-Man has this incredible ability to never be broken, to never become depressed. Uh, everything goes wrong in his life, and he's still able to joke and laugh. And it's not that he doesn't care about anything. He cares. But his, his emotional control is a real yeah. superpower in and of itself. To have his girlfriend's back broken, his uncle killed, his parents murdered, his the whole city's after him. The paper writes negative things about him. Not, there's no benefit to him superheroing. He'd be way better off as Peter Parker. He could get a nice job, have a steady girlfriend. He's always missing appointments and stuff because of his responsibility as Spider-Man. And I think that resonates with people. He can't pay his rent. He's taking. He lives with his aunt. It, his life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what makes what he does so much more admirable because it's not for fame it's not for money he doesn't gain shit by being spider-man he often almost gets killed it's because he believes that he has responsibility to stop injustice and crime and that's the only reason he needs but we wish people were like that very very few people are it's really a shame you know and then they kind of, I don't know, they try and disincentivize people, like with that Penny guy. Try and defend other people and hurt the guy in the process, you're going to get in trouble. That guy was threatening people on the subway, and he didn't die from being choked. He died later. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I think he was... All he did was choke him out. He, that guy had other problems, probably drugs. Same yeah. as George Fentanyl. George Fentanyl died of a drug overdose. But so yeah. many people have seen so many actual incidents of police abuse that they didn't care about the specifics. So that, whatever. We've all... It, okay, that incident, the cop didn't do what everyone said, but so many other times they have. So no one cared. Ryan, do you George want, uh, 
Do you want to get these other guys that have their hands raised? Oh, I didn't even look at the hands. Yeah, I get everybody. Portugal podcast. <clears throat> That's only one I see. Uh, I think there's John. How's it going in Austria? Beautiful weather today. Look, I had a question. What do you think is the end game of that, those things that they're doing? The, like 900 bucks with no punishment if they steal stuff. What do you think is the end game there? It's... <laughs> there's too... I'll say this too bluntly. There's too many blacks in prison. And <laughs> yeah. so they think we can't put more of this category in jail. Otherwise, it'll just be all it's, them. And then it's just going to destroy the Walgreens and um, Kmarts and stores like that. And who benefits from that? Who benefits from brick and mortar stores getting robbed constantly? Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. The. The home delivery stores that just take the product from the factory to your house would love it if they no longer had to compete with brick and mortar stores where you go in and look at the items and buy them. The retail's already been hurting, but forcing them to put everything behind locked plastic shelves, plexiglass, or just letting people steal from them is going to run them out of business. And a lot of them have left. I think Walmart left or is leaving Chicago. Left San Francisco. Walgreens left San Francisco. They left. Well, look, the less competition you have, the higher the price will end up being. While those things still exist, they have to keep the price a certain level. Once you get rid of them, you have a monopoly and you can charge whatever you want. But even if you're charging the same as they are now, you're just getting more business because you got rid of the other business. Such a shame. But it's also, it's, that's one, the people have different motives, but another reason is this ideology of um, why you putting so many black people in jail. Yep. So it's not like they're trying to create chaos to offer a solution or anything like that. They're not that smart. Basically. They're not offering a solution. They're just letting people steal and driving people out of business. And when those businesses shut down, all those people just lost their jobs. The business might have to relocate somewhere else or just downsize. Sad. You know, a lot of small businesses now, <clears throat> they have to go through these big conglomerates to like get stuff delivered. I know like a lot of small businesses use Amazon to deliver their products and stuff i don't know exactly why but amazon is just doing like it's a warehouse ups would do this ups would go to the warehouse of whoever made the thing bring it to the business wholesale and then that business would open that up tag them and everything and then sell them retail what amazon did is saying why don't we be the the warehouse and the ups so we'll Uh store all kinds of goods and deliver them not just the stores, but straight to the customer. That's great. And we'll have some price somewhere between wholesale and retail and dominate the market. 
So they did. Isn't there Alibaba, same thing. I always thought that. I said, with computers, why are people going to go to stores anymore? They can order from the factory just like the store does. I mean, the store orders from the factory and then sells the stuff to you. But what if you could order from the factory? Well, factories just didn't have the means to deliver to all these zillions of addresses. They'd rather centralize at one place, and then that place advertises, has a store, and, and sells all the stuff for them. They don't have to bother with liquidating it from individuals. They just sell it all to one place, and that place sells it over time to a bunch of people. That was the old model. The new model is order online, and we, we've hired a massive mailing service, glorified mail service, and we'll get it directly from the factory to you. Now, you would have to have a lot of factories. Because look at all, it started with just, I think, books, and then it becomes books and toys and medicine and everything. Amazon, you can get just about anything on Amazon. So there needs to be market competition. There needs to be another thing like Amazon that does the same thing. That's how it would have to compete. Good luck, though. Alibaba sort of is out of China. It's, it's an Amazon-like thing. A little bit less quality, less trustworthy because it's China. But it is cheaper. Yeah. Maybe Wish yeah. is, I think, something like that, direct from factory to your house. Didn't um, they're popping up? But for a long time, Amazon had zero competition. But they do benefit. Like they are still competing with the stores that are physical and sell things, you know, in the mall or whatever. But those are dying. People will go into the store, see something cool. And they're not going to buy it. They get on their phone and look to see if they can find that same thing that's in the store, but cheaper. That's what they're doing. What are when there's like oil tycoons and a monopoly on oil? Wasn't there like an act to bust monopolies? Why don't why don't they use that? Why why does no one talk about that? They're not going to use antitrust laws to break yeah, up mass media or any of these monopolies because they <clears throat> pay enormous amounts in the, as donors to the political class to prevent that from happening. The left doesn't talk about that. Yeah. Because they are <laughs> they're the ones doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a shame. A I wrote a book called The Separation of Business and State. I, I, I listened to a little bit of Alexander Dugan, first time I've ever heard him speak. And they were just going on and on about liberalism and all this. It just seemed, They just seem to be talking in circles about vague definitions of this and that. And, how, and I thought, no. It's way more simple than what you guys are explaining. If you don't have a free press, regardless of what kind of system it is, republic, monarchy, theocracy, whatever, if you don't have a free press, corruption is inevitable. Because the only thing that holds feet to the fire, that makes people have consequences for flagrantly breaking the law, breaking the rules, is the public being aware that it happened? 
Yeah. Does the culture change media or does the media change the culture? The media changes the culture. So we'd have to get control of the media first. You think your culture could be whatever. And after enough years of MTV and reality sitcoms and whatever, your culture is clown world. Yeah. Yep. Your culture will not survive the impact of mass media. And that's a, yep, that's a mechanism that tells them all that they're on the right side of history and that they're morally just to yep. put down people and, if the television tells you to wear a mask, the majority of people are going to wear a mask. If the television said don't wear a mask, the majority of people would not wear a mask. It's and it doesn't matter what the culture was. It's pretty ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You could look and see that some southern states said nah, or in the beginning they said yes, and then they said nah, we're not doing this. They had a little bit more resistance to the media than other states in their own nation. But by and large, they just restricted less. They all had restrictions. Even Florida had the stupid uh, vaccines and mandates and stuff. Or not the mandates, but they had the vaccines. They spread it all around the old folks' home. I don't think the Santa's is as good as people say as for Florida, honestly. No. He started taxing Disney. That's hilarious. Yeah. I think people but... are shocked to learn that Disney didn't pay taxes anyway. <laughs> That's pretty fucking crazy, huh? Yeah. They have their own little town. Like a Disney He's town. Water. Somebody's There's Joan. I think that's Katie. I'm gonna mute her. Sorry, your background was making too much noise. No, that was her. Katie, yeah, what are you talking. doing? She's a woman. She doesn't know. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I just called on somebody. I think Josh has his hand raised. Jewish? I, I, yeah, I called on him. <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to talk anymore. Got to hit a button in the middle. Oh, well. What do, do you, you think? Any... Do you think What's... DeSantis is more absorbed than Trump? Oh, yeah. What do you think? Well, DeSantis signed bills in Tel Aviv. I wanted right. to like him. I, I want there to be this governor from the South that comes and cleans everything up, right? But he isn't that guy. You can't just decide something's true because it would be cool if it was. He sucks, unfortunately. I think he he has his own private like police force even. And he has like the most facial recognition software of any other state. Like I Does he runs it? the police state. Yeah. Not good. He's full neocon. He just hides it pretty well. 
Yeah, pro Gitmo. Yeah. The sad thing is, compared to other governors, <laughs> he's not so bad. He did no. go against big tech censorship a little bit, and he did go against the COVID hysteria a little bit. Uh, he's so cautious. Media, because he did those few things, the media thinks that he's you know just as bad as Trump, and so people think he's just as good as him. He's not. <laughs> Trump is pretty bad on COVID. No, DeSantis yeah. is, wants to continue the war in Ukraine. That He's out because of that. He's a NATO, NAFO weirdo. So just stay in Florida. Be governor. So you have no say in foreign policy. That's the best case for you. Just stay in Florida. You're doing pretty good where you are. You don't need to be president. We don't need World War Three. What did uh, RFK say about the Ukraine war? Yeah, it's Trump. he's against it, too. RFK and Trump yeah. are the only ones worth voting for. I kind of like that Vivek guy. He seems all right, too. Mm. Ramaswamy or whatever. I suppose if you're in a swing state, don't waste your vote. Do RFK yeah. or Trump. Yeah, for sure. If you're somewhere where it doesn't matter, your state's just going to go left or just go right regardless, then you can vote your conscience. It really sucks that people have to play this game of, well, I like this person, but no one else knows who they are and they have no chance of winning, and I need to work, vote for the one I hate the least. To just voting is about damage control. I really like what Martin Sisley said, because Pearl has said repeal the 19th, which is the amendment that lets women vote. And she said, yeah, it doesn't matter who votes when you live in a mental asylum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at Chidel, a bunch of women voted for him just because he was an attractive dude. Is that why they voted for him? <laughs> it's... I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who votes. It doesn't really matter who votes when you live in a thing or something. I like Stalin's quote, doesn't matter who votes, it matters who counts the votes. Right. Yep. Oh, they cheated in 2020 for sure. Luckily, uh, some states got some voter ID laws passed, and I don't know if it's going to be enough. The way they're doing Trump now, it's not working too good for him. But yeah, if we don't get Trump, sure I not, think we're gonna be screwed. It's gonna be a war for sure. Either you need uh, can only be Trump or Robert Kennedy Jr. Otherwise, it's gonna be a war with Iran for sure. Yep. Yeah, I don't think people realize like the danger. <laughs> uh, we're we're at the edge of this. Cliff. Even with RFK Jr., I'm not sure he'll stay out of war with Iran. And again, yeah, this is the guy I really I really want him to be good. He's great on COVID, and he'll definitely release all the JFK files. And so I want him, I want to be able to enthusiastically support him. But then he comes out against banning affirmative action. Not very good on gun laws. He, 
his foreign policies, this seems like a liar, like Obama. He's just looking at polls and what should I say? Seems like that. So I, I wish it wasn't like that. Me too. Yeah, but it, everybody has to kiss off to get there, you know? That's also a thing. It's also a problem. Yep. That's how it is. <clears throat> He's pretty ripped, though. Yep, that's why I might vote for him, just because he persuades. <laughs> yeah. That's a perfectly oh, rational reason <laughs> to vote. He can lift more than the other guy. I'm going to vote for him. <laughs> if he's able the to scariest the... thing is if Ob- if uh, oh, Biden <laughs> if Biden <laughs> resigns because of health and Kamala becomes president. If she's president for even a day, that will be the end of the United States. <laughs> There's no coming back. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be good. A Man, female president. To... Yeah. Man. At least Gerald's Ford prophecy would be fulfilled. What was that? What did he say? Yeah, a young yeah, girl just... asked him in an interview, "How? Uh, what do you advice do you have for a girl who wants to be president of the United States?" And he said, "Basically, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure the first uh, president woman is going to be she's going to be a vice president, is going to become president because the president is going to be in some way incapacitated to do his duties." He said that on an interview. No way. Well, yes, I I can look like, it up and put it on this chat. The like only upside up the game plan. is it would drive Hillary nuts. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of funny. They say the broke. first female president. I say the last female president. Because it's both <laughs> at the same time. Man, yeah. I don't know. They don't really tend to do very well. If you look at New Zealand and I don't know, the feminization of politics is not good. Yeah, the last yeah. Korean female president got put in prison. The first really? female president of Taiwan is about to drive them into war with China. Finland decides the first female there decides to join NATO, and it while well, Russia's just threatened them not to do that. They just make bad decisions. I think having women in politics makes it more, um, it gives communism or like Marxism more of a foothold, honestly, because it's more based on emotion at that point than actual logic and like hard. Well, if you, you want thing. women designing the bridges and stuff and flying the planes? Oh, shit. No. Like that one bridge in Florida that ended up <laughs> killing like. Well, it's so funny. Itself. I said, where, why don't women demand we have 50% female pilots? I'll tell you why. Because they also fly on planes, and they don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see them out there protesting to say, like, hey, I want to clean the sewers. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, you, you, you can. It's going to be all dudes doing it. No, no woman would take that job. Not none, but almost. There's a few lesbians that might, but... It's just uh, appeals to emotion. I don't uh, like this emotion yeah. logic thing. I don't I don't think women are more emotional than guys. You I think, think they're so? less... No, I think they're less both. 
they're less logical and they're less emotional. They have less emotional control, but they don't feel more or anything. You know what? That might be true. If you have a real problem and you really need help with something and you need to rely on somebody or open up to somebody, it's going to be to another guy. Because a girl will not help you. The moment you're down, she'll shit on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard, yeah. Every guy knows that. Every guy's like, don't tell your woman about your problems. Just fix them yourself. <laughs> Yeah. You know that's that's true. It is. If you if you're seriously depressed or somebody friend of yours died or something, you gotta go talk to the boys. Because the girl didn't give a shit. Yeah, Girls will counsel them. each other because they enjoy the other woman's pain. Oh, I hate they love her crying on their shoulder. They just relish it. Ha ha ha. This girl's falling apart. So I fucking true. love it. That's this so shit. <laughs> Women are sick, dude. <laughs> they said they, 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 they yell at their ki- kids and shit because it's the only little person they have power over. Oh, Like a father, <laughs> when a kid falls, he de- he doesn't smile or anything. He's like trying to help them. Yeah. But a mother takes it as an opportunity to show other women how mothering she can be or how stressful her life is, how many problems she has. Oh, I had this. It's, it's yeah. a funny joke where the guy says, um, he says, white people don't talk about their how much money they have. They talk about how expensive things are. It's an indirect way of saying, oh, the, uh, mm. the kids' uh, private school was so much or that I had to get this fixed in the car. They talk about the things they had to spend money on as a way of flexing. Oh, I have a lamb or whatever. Blacks are the opposite. They're like, I'll pay 80000 for this chain. I'll pay 50000 for that. Now, Asians yeah. do neither. They brag about how much they saved. Got two pounds of rice, only paid $1.58. But <laughs> that's a joke. But a lot of women will... T- will complain about their kids, their job, their whatever thing they had to do to show, look how important I am. I had to do all these things. Yeah, it's almost like that Munchausen from... you imagine if men did that every day? Listed all the stuff. And a woman will remember something you got wrong from like seven years ago. She can't let shit go. Because it's so... It's so infrequent that they don't get their way or they're held accountable for something that 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 shit they'll bring up something their mother did or whatever 10 years ago because that still hasn't been resolved in their head you yep. whereas a guy it, it doesn't once eight days pass it's over whatever conflict it was he's already forgotten because they are held responsible for everything they ever do and you couldn't possibly remember all the things yeah, a girl will remember that one time some guy said the mean thing. <laughs> also, a man will remember being complimented all six times it happens in his life. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah you I can remember that time, especially if a woman does it, said something positive about you when mm-hmm. you were in second grade and, the, and some girl said da-da-da. You remember that forever because it doesn't happen very often. Girls get called pretty mm-hmm. and beautiful and da-da-da all the time. Even when it's not true, because yep. people are just trying to sleep with them. <laughs> They're never no one yep. no one ever tells them they're wrong. 
they always are going to agree with you because they're trying to fuck you. So they're saying, yeah, you're right. That guy's ass. You are so right. Oh, yes. Because that's a strategy. And yeah. the girls say, well, I went and asked so-and-so, and all my friends agree. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet every <laughs> dude told you you were right. <laughs> I bet. Oh, man. Yeah. So clueless. They can't help it because oh. everybody lies. Everybody lies to women, so they can't figure out what's real. That's that's why they're delusional. Is everyone else around them doesn't give them the feedback that would correct the behavior. Yeah, and yeah. Have you seen uh, Elliot Page? <laughs> I see. I mean, he. My what, what? favorite line from Razor Fist, besides when he bashed Lincoln, was. More fucked up than Elliot Page in an unlocked pharmacy. <laughs> well, she she does not look happy being a guy. I think she realized. Oh no! I'm so happy walking it. my dog. You look at her face; it's just misery. Yeah, it's really too bad. Yeah. On what's it like to lose your boobs? No one opens doors for you. No one smiles at you. No one cares what you do. You could die tomorrow. No one gives a fuck about you. You actually have yeah. to earn worth. By having value in the world, you have to get a skill. You have to be able to improve things. You have to be able to do stuff. You can't just exist. Yep. Yeah, that's got to be a hard like... fall from grace to be Elliot Page and then be a boy. To be Elliot Page with no long hair, no tits, no that. Oh, what? no one. You you just went it's from attractive. instant attention and people willing to do whatever you want to you are invisible. Yep. I mean, too. Be hard. You too. Yeah. And you, I mean, you know. Well, that said, to... I'm going to take my wife to lunch. So. All right, man. That, that was my talking to you. misogynistic humor, and it's about as serious as when I was talking about dogs. So if anybody fucking <laughs> is losing it right now, it's on you. <laughs> See you. <laughs> I'm not taking it too seriously. <laughs> oh, it's not serious. I, <laughs> who listens to women anyway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Any 